welcome to the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. If we haven't met, hello, I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Schroyer. I'll give you two words that summarize me to a T, lifelong learner. Join me as I share a bit about my own journey of curiosity, learning, and wonder. You'll also get to hear from some phenomenal individuals on what they're curious about learning and what they have to share too. Are you itching with excitement yet? I am, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. I am joined today by a USA Prime Pageant winner, Amanda Taylor. So welcome, Amanda. Hi, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So Amanda, before we jump in and learn a little bit more about your journey that you've taken with Prime Pageants and just overall in life, um, one question that I ask all of my uh, guests is, how do you define learning? Oh, I think it's a never ending process. And when you stop learning, you just become stagnant and just complacent. And you just don't ever really get to experience the beauty of what learning can bring. And I just think that it's just a never ending process. For me personally, I am obsessed with interesting topics that I will go dark, deep, you know, Google searches, Wikipedia searches, any book I can find on the topic, websites, blogs, podcasts, you name it. I'm going to go in to where I feel like I'm the expert at the end. That's awesome. Jumping right in. Yes. Deep. <laughs> yes. All right. So Amanda, um, I want to ask you, so I know that you're on here because you are an awesome uh, winner for the Prime Pageant uh, for this past year. So congratulations on that. That's huge. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, So Amanda, do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey, like how you even found out about Prime Pageants and how you got involved in in doing a pageant? Yeah. Um, So it actually starts with my daughters. I have two that are my biological children. Um, I have three bonus sons, so we are a beautiful blended family. But uh, it started with my daughters. They both were about, I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. And they both started pageants when they were about six months old. And we just fell in love with the idea of pushing your comfort zones. And watching my seven-year-old especially, watching her as she entered into new age groups, watching her go from very shy, timid to getting on stage, smiling, having so much poise, learning how to do interviews and just listening to her grow in her answers and really discovering at at age seven who she really is at this point, which is very fascinating. And then as we started exploring more system pageants where they're like more long-term Um, you know, you have prelims, then you have state level, then you have the national level. There was one particular pageant system where I saw that there were women competing in. And I was like, hang on, women can do this. I mean, I knew you had Miss America, you had Miss USA. I knew about those, but of course I'd way aged out, you know? And as I'm watching these, we called it the mom group because most of the women who competed had children that were also competing. It was almost like this little jealousy, envious thing of they can do it. I want to do it. And so I did, I entered my own pageant or 
a pageant with my daughters and I won um, what was called the mini queen. And it's basically the third place. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And so I started diving in, learning about women pageants, specifically married women. And I discovered Prime. It just kind of popped up. And I filled out whatever application thing. And I think the next day, Kristen called me and she just explained the value system and what Prime represented. And I already have a background in mental health. I have had 15 years of being a child adolescence family therapist. So it just spoke right to me. And I was, I was like in love and on board from the moment it was presented to me. And then the journey was, you know, you have to pick prime is about self-care. And so the journey, I was like, okay, well, I'll do mental health. That's what my specialty is. Mental health stigmas. As I was digging in more and more in it, I was like, mm, that's not what I want to work on. Um, then I thought, oh, weight loss, let's get better health. Started working on that path. No, nope, wasn't quite fitting in. And I started just really digging in deep within myself. And I knew I wanted to work with women with my platform. I knew I wanted to do something to inspire women, but I didn't know, really know what it was. And then as I start like, I want to build confidence in women. I want to help women overcome negative stigmas that have been on in their lives, work with moms who just kind of got into the rut of being a mother or just women who got in ruts of being a career and their identity was in other things than in themselves. I came up with confidence equals beauty. Well, here goes. I launched this, but the problem was I was insecure within myself. I was holding myself back. I was allowing my own anxiety to stop me from doing the things I really wanted to do with confidence equals beauty. And I was getting so frustrated because I was hiding behind, oh, mental health stigmas. Oh, let's get healthy. But I was not facing me of you've got to overcome your own worries of what people think about you. And, uh, and then one of my favorite influencers is Rachel Hollis. And she has a quote that she says, that people's opinion is none of your business. And it hits home to me when I think about it. And so as I was going through this journey, I was realizing, okay, if I'm going to do a platform building confidence in women, I better get my butt in gear and I better start working on my own insecurities and not caring what people think or allowing that anxiety to paralyze me. So as I'm so going to this easier to say than do, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. So much easier to work with other people. I can bring out anybody else's confidence and bring out right? anybody else's positivity. <laughs> if someone can bring, come to me and be like, oh, I've had a bad day. And I'm like, oh, but look at what else is going on. And I can point out positive things in anybody's life, but my own, it's harder. And so that kind of became the, really the thing that I was able to work on. And it put the mirror in my face. And so I was like, okay, Amanda, this is a self-care pageant. You better get real, authentic. That's who you are. You can't stand fakeness. Quit being fake. Quit showing up what people want you to show up as. Quit trying to pretend you're someone you're not. And I dove in head on just doing any work I could do on myself to build up my confidence. Did any of the things that I had to do to talk that negative talk in my head. I mean, here I'm blogging about it. Like, hey, how to get out of your own head? And the whole time I'm like, Amanda, you're in your head. You cannot 
be what other people need you to be until you start living it. And that was the biggest growth I think I really experienced. And I don't think I would have really faced my own issues as being insecure or having anxiety if it wasn't for the accountability and the thing that Prime brought. Do you think there was a moment in your journey where it kind of just something snapped and it was you, not that overnight you got a lot more confidence, but that you realized how you should be confident in yourself and it became a lot easier? Actually, yes. It was actually, I um, had done a, the the summer, I did a, a pageant, not prime, but I did another one for like practice. And the entire time I was in my head analyzing the whole time I'm doing interview, the whole time I'm on stage, the whole time I was like a nutcase in my head, high anxiety like this, what is going on with me? And I remember being in the hotel room and I sat down on the bed and my husband's like, are you okay? I was like, this is so not my scene. He's like, but you wanted to do this. I was like, no, it's me. It's me. I am literally doing everything that I tell everybody not to do. I am doing, and I can't do this anymore. He's like, so what are you going to do? I was like, I'm done. We'll finish this pageant out. Um, I ended up getting second alternate, which I was very proud of myself, but I knew it, what was going on. It was me self-sabotaging. So we get back and I was like, prime, here we go. Gung ho. And it was that moment. It was, I was so much in my head that I was driving myself nuts and getting on my own nerves. Mm. If that makes any sense at all. (laughs) And that was the epiphany moment. And I was like, I got, I can't, I can't be this way anymore. Yeah. And then that's when I'm that switch kind of like it's time. I love it. I love it. Uh, So through your journey and what you discovered, and it seems like, you know, you were going through, it was therapeutic for you as you were, you know, putting together your platform. What, was there a change or a shift in how you worked with your own daughters and the pageants that they were in or the things that they did and the, you know, what you were teaching them or trying to help them with? So much more understanding and appreciation. Um, so I have a background in music performance. I know what it's like to get on stage and sing. I know what it's like to do an opera, Broadway play, Local community theater, nothing famous. (laughs) You know, I know what it's like to be at a place, a venue where you're doing a rock band and singing with the band and doing acoustic. So I knew that pressure, but it didn't dawn on me all the things you have to think about when you're on stage or all the things you have to think about when you're in an interview. And here my seven-year-old is doing it and rocking it out. (laughs) I had so much more appreciation. Um, for when she would be like, I'm frustrated, I'm, I'm stressed out. And I'd be like, come on, suck it up, buttercup. We got to keep doing this, you know, and uh, or be like, you've got this, you've got this. I, I really have an appreciation of of what she was experiencing. Even my two year old. I mean, right now she's in that toddler, opinionated, dominating, well, you name it stage (laughs) so right now we're just kind of like you just do whatever you want on stage we'll just get through it (laughs) very very independent child um but I do have a better appreciation because now I understand the anxiety the fear the I could trip I could step wrong if I don't do it the way I practiced you know I, I totally have a better appreciation for my children and understanding when they talk to me I get it now. 
That's so good. So good. Um, so in your journey, um, so I know very little about prime pageants just from a couple of conversations I've had so far. Um, so tell us like, as you're going through and getting ready and starting the journey and going through it, like what is a regular week look like? Like, did you meet once a week with your accountability groups or as in groups or like, what are some of the things that you had to do as you were building up to get ready to go to the actual pageant? Well, we had to define our focus statement and what we wanted to work on. And so you got that. And then uh, we originally started off with like teams and accountability. And uh, I had a great team. I think we did texts called within a couple times a week. Um, then, of course, it'll be a few weeks that go by. But it was one of those. It was once one person text, hey, I did really good it was like a domino effect of everyone kind of in our little accountability group doing that. Um, but you were responsible for holding your own accountability and you were responsible for keeping up with what goals you were working on. Then we had an option. We can do what was called an accountability challenge where you had to either meet um, random times during the day um, on zoom meeting. And then they would talk about in, in deep, more in depth about where their struggles are, what they accomplished, what they didn't. I knew my schedule was not going to allow me to be able to be present at the Zoom meeting. So I opted for what was called a text accountability. So what I would have to do is I would have to text in to Kristen and be like, this is what I worked on. This is what sh my struggles were. These were my positives. This is what I plan to fix. Um, but I do know hearing the stories of the other ones who actually did what was called the gold challenge um, accountability they really brought a lot of good positive perspective that it really did just kind of light the fire and it really helped them out more. Um, but not just my accountability group that we kind of grouped up. We also started reaching out to each other and friendships were formed and be like, Hey, so I want to say this in my podcast, not podcast, but like my blog. And I'd reach out to someone who I knew who was a better writer what's your advice? Or I don't know what to do with my costume because we had a portion of costume and I'd have one of the other Queens call me and be like, well, let's brainstorm and let's talk about it. You know um, I remember there was one time we had one woman who just kind of was in crisis. And so we were all kind of like texting and just really supporting the queen. I remember there had been a day I had a bad day and I'd text someone been like, you understand this. Can I just vent to you? And that's kind of how, it all started kind of unfolding. Um, so friendships were formed. Um, some were just goofing off friends. Some were really good accountability friends. Some were, I need you to tell me to get up now. Like just text <laughs> it, call me, do tell me to get up, you know? Tough love. Yeah, it was just, it was a really cool process to see all these different women come together and they all form their own friendships, their own connections. Um, I formed my own, got my connections, and it was just, it was a beautiful, something I'd never experienced before. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us now when you got ready and you were going to Florida for the pageant and just the whole, like what took place, you know, what were you doing? And then even leading up to when you were announced a winner. Okay. So my, <laughs> my secret was I literally 
prior to leaving, I would say for the last, for the six months, I watched any and every YouTube video of any pageant that was out there. <laughs> Watching the women, listening to their onstage questions, even though I knew we didn't have an onstage question, I was listening to them. I was watching. Um, I became obsessed with Lucierre, who is the modeling walking coach for Mrs. USA and Miss Universe. I watched anything and everything she interviewed in. I got to get in the mindset. I know. I became <laughs> obsessed with the pageant or academy. Um, there's a podcast, Pageant Academy or something like that with um, Alicia. And I cannot think of her last name. I listened to every episode. I mean, soaking it all in, I am writing my thoughts, my feelings, what my vision would be when I got on stage. How did I want to speak? I mean, I, my husband was like, do you have anything else to do? I'm like, nope, I am 100% obsessed with this. But leading up to packing, I am a very type A, I really need to know where everything is at the moment I need it, I can't be looking for it. So I had everything labeled in their own matching containers, the little matching Ziploc bags that matched to where the dress and they were all labeled like, you know, costume jewelry, um, costume headpiece, costume, you know, you name it all for the costume. <laughs> then everything that went for the evening gown, I labeled everything and it was all packed up together. And uh, so, like I said, at any moment's notice, I, I knew exactly where everything was because when I get nervous I am tunnel vision I don't think very clearly and I get very like um I don't like to admit this but I get kind of snappy and just <laughs> irate I guess or I don't know just irrational <laughs> I don't know so I know I needed everything to be 100% organized in its place but um I had to just come to terms with I'm doing this for me. The original reason I joined Prime was because I wanted to do something on my bucket list, which was do a pageant before age 40. I turned 40 in March. I did it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I had to remember this was something that I wanted to do for me to enjoy every moment. And that was the key thing that I took with me after packing and getting all my, my, my ducks in a row and working through all my anxiety and all that. Um, it was definitely one of those things where I went with the mindset of you're going to have a blast, savor every moment, enjoy the process, enjoy it. You're going to have one moment on stage, <laughs> breathe in, enjoy it. You're going to have one moment with these women at the magic kingdom. Enjoy every moment you can. You're going to have one moment where you're all together at Disney Springs, enjoy it, savor it. You're going to have this one moment. And that's kind of the mentality I had it. And then this gratitude. I get to be Mrs. Alabama Prime Division Three. Who else gets to say that? Right. So it was like, awesome. <laughs> I get to do this. And there's just this gratefulness. And that's kind of how I prepared and got ready. And so when I was there competing, no nerves. Like everything I had wow. planned didn't happen. I had a blast meeting all the women. I had, everything was a blast. Like everything was, I was grateful, thankful to be there. It, 
I'm about to tear up just thinking about, I loved <laughs> every second that was there. Even some of the chaotic moments, I still was like, well, we all get to do this together, <laughs> you know. Very, very cool. And now tell us, like, when you're on stage and you're waiting to hear, like, who some of the winners are. Okay. Oh, my gosh. through your head? You did what you did. You had a blast. Um, but there was just a, a piece that came over me. Uh, just a piece. I can't explain it. I was so proud. I'm telling you, so proud of everybody. I do not know how the judges were able to pick. And, but as I'm standing there, I was just, like I said, enjoying the moment. And so they called the top three and I was like, okay, well, at least you made top three. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and um, it was just an honor, gratitude. And so I'm holding the other woman who is fabulous, her hand. I'm holding her hand. She's fabulous. I love her. I was ho so happy if she won. And they called her name for first runner up. And all I could think of is, holy crap, that's me. I just won. I probably looked like a crazy person crying and my mouth wide open, but I, it was just, it was just gratitude and just being so thankful. And that's me. That's my name. They called my name. <laughs> Wait, did I just win? <laughs> and it was just that kind of moment, yeah. you know? Um, cool. And then one of my favorite moments was Kristen came and she wiped the tear off my eye. She goes, are you crying? And I was like, yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> and she wipes the tear off. She goes, Queens don't cry. Oh. <laughs> or she said something like that. I can't really remember exactly what she said, but I do know she said, I'm proud of you. You deserved it. And it was just, like I said, you just kind of took it all in wow. and just, like I said, just so thankful for that moment. Yeah. So what is now that you have one and you have this title, what does that mean? Like from here? Um, well, I have to step up my game. <laughs> uh, it just means I've got to take what I've, the passion of confidence equals beauty and the, and the passion I have to wanting to help other women, I have to take it to the next level. I can't just talk about it. I actually have to really implement and try to build this strong community of women to come together and have a safe place, you know, to feel that they are accepted and wanted and find out who they are. So I've got to step that up for that platform. But also now the, the fun part is getting to advertise and share our, my story and promote prime pageants. And it's almost like, I just want to tell every woman, like don't miss out on this opportunity and just really be the face of Mrs. USA Prime Division Three, and help out in any way I can. Um, personally, my goal is I want to do a lot more community work in reaching out. I would love to partner with more um, nonprofit organizations who could utilize um, someone to come in and help mentor. You know, um, I'd like to go in the schools and start talking about building confidence at a young age. Um, I feel like we put so much pressure on our kids now that they start losing what their purpose is and who they are. And I feel like it's time to go and start bringing back some really good fundamentals to the children. Um, and so that's my personal goals. And then 
um, I would like to start a podcast and I'm researching like everything I need to do to try to figure out what I need to do it's and how I need to do it. not as hard as you will think it is. I'm learning. <laughs> I just now I have to get out of that. All right, Amanda, you can do this. You did it before. You stepped out of your comfort zone. You yep. won a title. You started a blog. Step All right, let's step. do the blog. Let's come on. Let's step it up. So that's just really what I'm looking forward to is seeing the next group of state queens come through, mm-hmm. um, seeing what Prime has done to me. I really just can't wait to see what it does with other women, building this community of breaking a different mold in pageantry. I think that is so important. Um we need a place for women to come and, like I said, work on things that mm-hmm. they may not want to admit they want to, you know, to work on, but work on things that just build them up and then celebrate. That's what the pageant's about, is celebrating what you've done and just seeing this grow. And then, like I said, for my personal, I just want to step my game up and figure out what I need to do, you know, <laughs> reach out other with, uh, helping women build confidence in themselves. Yeah. So will you be a mentor to yes. women that are going through? Okay. Yes. So um, I am, I, I get to have one of my first discussions in January talking about building authentic friendships when the new Queens come on. And uh, I'm really excited about teaching that because I think it's one of those traits that I think we've lost when we've gotten become adults. Life happens. And we're kind of like, we know a lot of people, we talk to a lot of people, we associate with a lot of people, but at the same time, we don't really, it's not like, you know, kids in the playground, they can be instant be best friends playing on the playground. I feel like as adults, it's much harder, but I really want to just emphasize that it's okay to put yourself out there and meet other women who have like mind like you. You may be all over the country, but you'll be amazed at how wonderful you can support each other and just how amazing a friendship can grow. Cause that's kind of my experience with prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there are women who are listening and they're thinking, Hmm, this sounds kind of interesting. Like maybe something I would be wanting to like look into and they're maybe they look into it or they're thinking about it, they're on the fence. What would you tell them so that they get off the fence and they do it? What's the worst that can happen? You do it and you don't win. Okay. Well, you, you gained so much in yourself. You put the work in yourself, which is really what we're being judged on is the work that you decide to do. You decide to build. You're only going to gain more. I feel like if anybody is learning or working on self-improvement, whatever it is they're working on, as long as they are working on themselves and they are find themselves better than they were to begin with, that right there is the win. All right. When you're on stage, what's the worst that can happen? You get up there, you smile, you have a good old time. I mean, you see <laughs> what I'm saying? Friends and have Make friends. Support. I mean, the crown is not the end result. Yep. That's the icing on the cake. The experience is what is worth it. And, and to me, why not step so far out of your comfort zone where you have to grow? You have to be 
become something you've always really wanted to become, what's the worst that can happen? There's really nothing. Because even the people who didn't win, they were still winners because they showed up. They were gorgeous. I'm telling you, I don't know how the judges picked. These women are fabulous. Their careers, their moms, their single women, their business owners. I mean, you, um, they came from all different backgrounds, but every single one of them showed up, was gorgeous, beautiful in their own way. They had their own journey, their amazing story. And we all got to build friendships that, that normally doesn't happen. Right. So that's what I would tell someone. What's the worst that can happen? Go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, so Amanda, if we have people listening that want to connect with you, want to follow you and continue seeing your journey and where it takes you, where would you recommend that they do that? Okay. Well, confidence equals beauty, the website, www.confidenceequalsbeauty.com. I do have a Facebook called confidence equals beauty. Love you. Um, so you can connect in the Facebook group and that's more of the community of trying to get more interaction and talking to one another. Um, I do have two Instagrams. I have my Mrs. Prime or Mrs. USA Prime three. Sorry, I'm still trying to figure out how all these um, work. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my regular IG page is Amanda underscore art, A-R-T underscore Taylor. And that's my Instagram. And then you can always find me on Facebook, Amanda Robinson Taylor. So I'm still trying to figure out how all of these can work together. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, but once you get a system in place, you get running and you're good to go. Yes. Or you can even email me, Amanda Robinson Taylor at gmail.com. Awesome. So Amanda, is there anything else that you want to share with our audience before we start to wrap up? Uh, well, I'll just kind of share my heart is, you know, if you have a goal or a dream or anything that you feel you want to do, don't, don't stop. Don't talk yourself out of it. Go for it. You know, you have everything inside of you to achieve any dream goal you have. You just have to change the mindset and get out of your head and just do it beautiful beautiful thank you thank you so much amanda for joining us on this well, thank episode. you and uh, thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode all right thank you so much <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by tracy schroyer phd llc if you enjoyed this episode we invite you to share with your network and keep listening thanks again and have a great day